0: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord our listeners. Uh, this is Pastor Terry Sisney and this is Higher Life Podcast again. Today I want to welcome you in. And today we're going to be talking about the church. The church triumphant and the church in warfare. The reason I feel that this is such a powerful um, podcast today is because I feel like we need to be reminded that we are in a war, that we're in a battle. And it's not a strange thing. I think we were living in such peaceful times for so long that we forgot that there was a spiritual warfare and a spiritual battle that was actually taking place. But when we read the Bible and we read the epistles of the Apostle Paul, and uh, we listen to his terminology uh, as he shares through his epistles. Very clear, it's very clear that Paul the Apostle understood the element of spiritual warfare. Uh, He tells us in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And He talks about putting on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the girding up your loins with truth, uh, taking the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and take the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and putting on the shoes of peace. I mean, all of the armor uh, that he speaks of, which is very clear indication that we are at war. You don't need armor if you're not at war. If you're not a soldier, you don't need armor. You don't need a sword. You don't need a shield. Uh, you need a shield to protect yourself. You need a sword to fight. And so, we're at war. And the sooner you learn that, sooner you come to grips with that, the better off you'll be. Um, the good thing about it is, is that we are not left defenseless. You know, the Apostle Paul said, the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into ca- captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. There are spiritual weapons that we have been given. Mm. These weapons are very effective in the realm of the spirit. They're not carnal which means natural physical weapons uh, like bombs or swords or spears or uh, guns. They're spiritual weapons. And because our warfare is not physical, it's not flesh and blood, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places that's where our warfare is it is in the realm of the spirit and it has to be fought with spiritual weapons just to run through very quickly uh, some of our weapons the blood of Jesus is a mighty mighty weapon of warfare against the powers of darkness Satan fears the blood of Jesus perhaps more than anything because the blood of Jesus it was perfect blood the blood of Jesus is a blood that had no sin in it. The blood of Jesus came from the Father, God. So the blood of Jesus did not have the taint of sin. The blood of Jesus was a perfect offering for our sins to deliver us from the power of sin. And through the blood of Jesus, we have power over the devil and over all of his works. Revelation 12 and 11 declares... And they, that's the saints, overcame him, that's the devil, by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And by the word of their testimony. Very powerful that we utilize the blood of Jesus in our testimony. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. I plead the blood of Jesus against you. The blood of Jesus. Why is that so powerful? Well, the blood of Jesus being that perfect offering justifies us before God. The blood of Jesus sanctifies us. The blood of Jesus purifies and cleanses us. The blood of Jesus is so powerful and it's a mighty weapon against the works of darkness. So always utilize the blood of Jesus in your testimony. I thank God for the power of the blood What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunge beneath the flood. Lose all their guilty stains. The power of the blood. Is incalculable there's no way that we can fully compute the power of the blood of Jesus in our spiritual warfare against hell and against the forces of darkness so use the blood make it a part a vital part of your testimony a part of your daily life the blood of Jesus is so powerful and then there is the Word of God The Word of God taking unto you the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Utilize the Word of God, not just to read it, but utilize the Word of God to study it, read it, and to speak it, declare it. The Word coming out of your mouth becomes a sword of the Spirit. David said, Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against Thee. The Bible declares the Word of God is quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the divining, the of soul and spirit and joints of the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So you put these together, hide His Word in your heart, then you bring the Word out of your mouth. So it's His Word in your heart coming out of your mouth that becomes the sword of the Spirit. It becomes a mighty weapon against hell becomes a mighty weapon to destroy the works of darkness, to undo the works of darkness. The Bible declares how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with them. He went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. In other words, undoing the works of the devil Whatever the devil did, Jesus undid it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me just say this. The devil has not made a lock that God does not have the key for. Jesus said, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Jesus has given us power and authority. And while we're on the subject, let's just say, That's another powerful spiritual weapon is binding and loosing. Knowing the authority that you have through Jesus Christ and the name of Jesus, that's another mighty weapon of our warfare is the name of Jesus. We take the name of Jesus, which is our authority to act in his stead, which was bestowed upon us by him and by Jesus himself. For Mark 16, Jesus said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, as Luke 10 and 19, rather than, than Mark 16. He says, And in my name you shall cast out devils, you shall speak with new tongues, you shall take up serpents, if you drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt you. And you shall lay your hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And all of it is done in his name, authorized by the Lord Jesus Christ himself to utilize his name, As the authority with which we act. We're not doing this on our own. But we're doing this as authorized agents. Those who have been authorized to act on his behalf. To undo the works of the devil. To set the captives free. To break yokes and destroy yokes rather. And obliterate the yokes of darkness and bondage. And loose the captives and the prisoners. ...and bring recovering of sight to the blind. We have been authorized through the name of Jesus to act in His behalf. Hallelujah! Oh, rabashaya, mando bo These weapons are powerful. Dear friend, we are not powerless. It is a crying shame that so many of God's people... ...have never recognized who they are in Christ... They have never recognized their spiritual identity. They feel like they're victims. They feel like they're just going through life, being uh, being knocked back and forth from pillar to post, and uh, like on a roller coaster, up one hill and down into the valley, up the hill and down in the valley, up in the hill and down in the valley. And the Bible says, Thanks be unto God, which causes us always to triumph. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. We are conquerors, friends, dear friends, believers, followers of Christ. The greater one lives on the inside of you. The one that created the universe by the blessed Holy Spirit has taken up his abode and His residency in your life, in your spirit, in your body. The Bible says, what? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost? You are not your own, but you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Our body belongs to God. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, the creator of the universe, the spirit that that God created by God said, Let there be, and the Holy Spirit, boom, he went to work and manifested everything Jesus said. Hallelujah. We are not uh, victims, we are not wimpy, we are not helpless and hopeless in this earth. We have been given power and authority, but the tragedy is so many times we fail to exercise the authority that we've been given. And if you don't know your position in Christ, if you don't know that according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, you have been raised up together and made to sit together with Jesus in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, if you don't know that, you don't know who you are in Christ, you don't know that, beloved, now are we the sons of God, doth not yet appear what we shall be but we know that when he shall appear we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is we are sons of God sons of God have authority sons of God have power sons of God have the right to act in the behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ in the earth and to do the work that he is intended to be done that he started Jesus started the work he didn't complete it He didn't complete the work. That's why there's there's still people that need to be saved. There's still people that need to be healed. There's still people that need to be delivered. There's still people that are in bondage. There's still people that that are lost and wandering in darkness. And they need the light to come to them. They need us to be the light. Ye are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Hallelujah. But he started the work. And then he turned it over to the church. And he gave us... The blessed Holy Spirit who is the administrator of the work and who is the power source of the work, the power force behind the work. Oh, hallelujah. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. Without Him, we could do nothing. You know, we are in a warfare against principalities and powers. It's rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness. We're dealing with demon powers. And if you don't believe that, if you don't realize that, then the devil has you deceived. If you don't recognize that we're at war with hell and that we're at war against spiritual powers and principalities and rulers of darkness, then you have been really duped by the devil himself. And if you think that what's been going on in the world is just uh, just bad actors, just people that are have a bad attitude or people that just, uh, they're leaning the wrong way. Oh, my friend, you have been deceived. We are at war with powers of darkness. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the power of God that is operating through you and through myself. And Jesus said, you'll lay your hands on the sick and they'll recover. He said, in my name, you'll cast out devils. This is a work that has to be manifested through you and through me we are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ and we are at war so that's what I wanted to address with you today is the church at war we are at war we've got to understand that now we're going to win this battle the church is not going to lose you may you may lose a a, a battle now and then but we're not going to lose the war we're going to win we're, we're ultimately the winners. We're going to come out on top of this any way you look at it. Because the, uh, because the king of glory is not going to lose to the devil. You've got to remember something. Sometimes people think that the devil and God are equal opposites. Like good and evil are equal opposites. So God and the devil are equal opposites. No way. The devil is not an equal opposite to God the devil is a created being created by God and he went rogue and so God booted him out of heaven that's what (laughs) Jesus said I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven I mean he fell in a hurry hallelujah and I'm telling you he is not an equal opposite of God and so you need to that that needs to get down in your spirit that Satan is not omnipotent he's not omniscient he's not omnipresent he's not everywhere at the same time he doesn't know what you're thinking he doesn't he doesn't have all power the devil is a is a, an individual uh, demon spirit that operates through individuals spirits and he has a hierarchy that he operates through demons and so that's how he operates in the earth. God, on the other hand, is everywhere, all the time, knows everything, and has all power. Hallelujah! <laughs> You're, if you are a child of God, friend, you are on the winning side. You need to get that in your spirit today. We are on the winning. We're on the winning side. God cannot lose. He cannot lose, and we can't lose with the stuff we use. But we have to be aware first of all, we've got to be aware of the battle, that we're in a warfare, and then we've got to, we've got to rise up to the occasion, and we've got to put on the whole armor of God, we've got to take our rightful place in Christ, stand into our authority that's been given to us by Jesus Christ, and become the devil's worst nightmare, hallelujah, 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 greater is he that's in us. Never forget that than he that's in the world. You know, I think sometimes the church has fallen into a, a mindset as though the church is just a, a hospital. I've heard that said even before. The church is a hospital. Well, in one respect, I understand that. I do agree that the church is supposed to be a place of healing and restoration. I do agree to that. But let let me take that a little further. The church was never intended just to be a hospital, just to be a place where we splint fingers and sprain fingers and cast broken bones and where we console the tattered and the battered. That's part of the ministry of the church, but that's that's a lesser part of the ministry of the church. The church has always been meant to be a organism, not just an organization, but an organism, a living organism filled with the presence and the power of God. We are living stones, the Bible says. We're a holy nation, the Bible says. We're a royal priesthood, the Bible says. We're a chosen generation, the Bible says. Called, chosen, appointed and anointed to carry on the ministry of Jesus, to invade the darkness, to undo the works of the devil, to heal the sick, cast out devils, to deliver the bound and the oppressed, to make disciples of all nations. The church is to be an equipping center, a military outpost, if you will. Healing the sick, healing the hurting, binding up the wounded, yes, yes, All of that true. But please don't stop there. Please don't stop there. The church is not just a hospital for the sick and the afflicted and the wounded. The church is a military outpost, a place of training and equipping for the work of the ministry so that we can be sent out. Remember Jesus, He brought brought 12 disciples around Him and He called them to be with Him so that he could send them out. He brought them in as disciples. He sent them out as apostles. Apostles means those who are sent. And they were sent on a mission. And what was the mission? Jesus says, go and preach the gospel of the kingdom, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you have received, freely give. So Jesus brought them close to him. So he could disciple them, so he could pour into them, so he could give them the wisdom, the knowledge, the power that was operating in him. He could send them out with that same knowledge, wisdom, and power, and authority to do the work of the ministry. And they did it. They did it. They came back. The Bible says 70 uh, came back rejoicing. and said, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They went out, they cast out devils, they healed the sick, they raised the dead, they did the work of the ministry, they came back, fired up, said, Jesus, this stuff works, hallelujah. Jesus said, well, don't don't make that the main thing that you have power over the devil. He said, rather rejoice that your names are written down in the Lamb's book of life. And then this other is just the product of having a right relationship with God. You have a right relationship with God, you have power. You have a right relationship with God, His power can flow through your life. His anointing can operate in you and through you. And He can use you to, to establish His kingdom and overthrow the kingdom of darkness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to close today. And as I close, I'm going to pray for you. If you're sick today, I'm going to bind and rebuke sickness and cast it out. If you have a if you are depressed, you're discouraged, I'm going to take authority over depression. It's going to go. It's going to leave you today. I don't know what the issues are that you might have right now, but I know that the power of God is real and I know that the anointing is flowing right now, right now. Whenever you're listening to this, it doesn't matter this this little recording. I don't understand how it works. But I do know this, it contains, it captures the anointing. The anointing that I'm sensing right now, this mighty Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. The Bible declares, If the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit which dwelleth in you. That Spirit is in me today. The is in you if you're a child of God. Father, I decree and declare right now that your power is flowing. Sickness, you must bow to the authority of Jesus' name. Infirmity, you must bow to the name of Jesus. I take authority over you. Every sickness, every disease, every malady, every virus, every bacteria, every germ that has invaded the body, that is alien and foreign and should not be there and that's harmful, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, I cast you out i cast out infirmity i cast out sickness i cast out disease i cast out disorder mental disorder i cast out depression i command it to go now in jesus name i command depression to go i command fear to go you spirit of fear go from the people of god go right now loosen and let them go go in jesus name i bind you i bind you spirit of fear equal to side you spirit of depression you spirit of discouragement, I bind you in Jesus' name. I rebuke you, I command you to go right now. Right now. Habashi my Sunday? Father, I thank you that peace comes now. I thank you, Lord, that healing comes now. I thank you, Lord, that joy comes now. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is our strength. Oh hallelujah. I release that joy of the Lord right now. I release that peace of God right now, the peace that passes all understanding, the peace of God, hallelujah, let the peace of God rule in our hearts and our minds through Jesus Christ today, Father, I thank you today, that we are not ignorant of the fact that we are a church at war, but we are a victorious church through our Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, hallelujah, Woo! blessed be the name of the Lord. All right, dear friends, God bless you. Thank you for joining us today for Higher Life Podcast. Again, this is the church at war, church at war. Hope that this helped you today to take your place in Christ. Hope this helped you today to see who you are in Christ, to see that the weapons of your warfare are mighty through Jesus Christ, that you have been given powerful weapons, that you are not a victim That you don't have to live the victim's life, going around with the victim's mentality. You don't have to be depressed and oppressed and beat down by the devil. It's time to rise up in the power of the Holy Spirit. Rise up in the authority that you have in Jesus Christ. Take your rightful place in the body of Christ. We love you. Appreciate you. Be talking to you later. Have a great day.